You're listening to Sascapes, a podcast featuring the stories of arts, culture, and heritage in Saskatchewan. At 91 years young, Kindersley resident Kathleen Swalm has fond memories of her life growing up on the farm. Privacy, freedom, a close relationship with nature and animals, and a good old-fashioned work ethic all contribute to the woman Kathleen has become today. I'm Kevin Power, and in this episode of Sascapes, Kathleen Swalm provides listeners with a glimpse into a very fulfilling life. Kathleen is dedicated to making a difference where she can, and throughout her life she has been a strong advocate for women's rights, mental health, politics, and more. Kathleen also shares some of the hardships in her life, which is a testament to her strength of character. And lucky for us, we get a few pearls of wisdom on how to be happy throughout life's up and downs. Enjoy the podcast. This is my third visit to Kindersley. I have to say, Kindersley is very, very well represented in the series that I'm doing. That's because Kindersley is a very enthusiastic town and has a lot of people that want to tell me their story. And I'm with one of these people today. I am with Kathleen Swallum. Kathleen, thank you so much for coming along. And sitting to the side of me is Kathleen's daughter, Brenda, who will also be chiming in from time to time. So that's the other voice that you're hearing here. Kathleen, I'm going to open a big question for you and say, tell me all about yourself. Now, I know a few things, so I'll um, help you along here. You were born in Saskatchewan, yes? Yes. Tell me the name of the town that you were born. I uh, was born on a farm in the, what they call the Great Deer District, mm-hmm. which is north of Saskatoon, quite a way. Right. Uh, not too far from the Petrovka District, that's a popular name. Right, okay. And uh, I was one of six children, second of six children. Now, I know that you're only 25, but for the people that are listening who can't see you, may I ask what year you were born in, or would you like to graciously I'm decline? I'm 91. Well, my dad is 91, and I would say you're looking, you're born the same year, what month in 19? January. Ah, January. So you're, you got a couple of months on him. He was born in April. So 1923. Wow. And six children you were. Uh, were you the youngest of the six? I was the second oldest. Right. Okay. And so you went to school in the town where you grew up in? We walked two miles every day, to and from. You know, I hear that a lot. You didn't have cars then, did you? No. (laughs) And horse and buggy, not everybody had Well, later on, we did use horses, although we were old enough to drive, but otherwise we walked. And walking in the winter must have been... Well, they had a a system there where we went to school 
in the summertime but not in the winter. So they close two months in the winter and open two months in the summer. Oh, really? So that was a help. So nowadays, some parents are so busy that the thoughts of their kids being home drives them nuts. But probably having you home on the farm during the winter was a great help. Oh, well, my sister and I did all the chores. What about the others? Well, my oldest brother was sickly. Uh He couldn't do it, and then the others were too young. Oh, right. My sister and I were the main. Right. So what was your day like when you get up to do the chores in the wintertime? Well, um, in the wintertime it wasn't so bad because it seemed that we weren't milking cows (laughs) so much in the winter and the chickens weren't laying eggs. Right. But if there were chores like letting the cattle out of the barn or things like that, that Mm -hmm. just that we could do quickly before we went. Right, right. And so would you, you probably had stored a lot of things that you had harvested and a lot of milk that you had done during the summer? No, we didn't. We were mighty poor. Were you? Very, very poor. (laughs) Did you know that you were poor growing up? Uh, Well, I don't think we did really know because, of course, we didn't have TV and and uh, radio was by battery and mm-hmm. not on all the time. Right, right. So we didn't really know what the rest of the world was like. Sure. We we were lived our own life. We knew we had to work. Well, where did you get all your food during the winter time? Were you in- well? There was a store about five miles away. Don't tell me you had to walk to that too. No, we drove horses and uh, buggy in the summer and the sleigh in the winter time. Right. And went and got the food. And you do a lot of baking during the wintertime? Uh, my mother did, yes. Yeah. And, of course, we butchered our own beef and that sort of thing, so right. we had that. Right, you'd have that from the summertime? You'd do the butchering yeah. in the summertime? Well, um, in the summertime, we couldn't, so we had nowhere to store it. Ah. So chickens were probably our main source of meat right. in the summertime. Well, I guess in the wintertime, you just had to hang the beef outside. You had pretty much... Well, <laughs> right... <laughs> Did you have, like, a refrigerating system? Uh, no, we just packed it uh, with ice. Right, uh, right. In a bin. Ice house. Outside, oh, yeah. Is that what they would call it, an ice, ice house? I suppose that's yeah, what you could call right, it, yes. Right, And in the summertime, you would have a lot of chores to do. Well, yes, we, we did a lot of work. Right, you'd get up and milk the cows first thing in the morning? Yeah. Right. And walk two miles to school and back again. No okay. so, we had a lot of exercise. And how many students were in your schoolhouse? Oh, there were about um, 15 to 20, varied, right. approximately 15. Yeah. Right. What was your favorite subject in school? Um, I think uh, writing and uh, reading are my favorite. Mm-hmm. Did you do a lot of writing when you were a kid? Uh, not a lot, no, but... I, I had beautiful handwriting. Well, those days you learned beautiful yes. handwriting, didn't you? Yes. You had you 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 studied cursive. And, That's right. Yeah, yeah, right. And we had to do it perfectly. Yes. And we had to know the spelling and right. Everything. Would you have the two lines, and you'd have to fit all the letters in between the lines and the capital letter? Which no, to we weren't that fussy, but no. we, we had lines, and we had to write it straight. You know, right, and, right. Right. And readable. And, of course, this was before ballpoint pen, wasn't it? Oh, of course. <laughs> Pencils are very good. Is it true that if you had pigtails, some of the boys would be nasty and stick your pigtails in the ink? Glue? No, we, we uh, 
I don't think any of us had pigtails. No. We all had short hair. No, right. Probably easier to manage. Well, yes. Right, yeah. right. And so two miles walking to, yeah. well, you must have been pretty fit. Well, we, uh, we had to be, yes. <laughs> right, right. And uh, then you went on to study um, after, after school. When you, I know that you ultimately became a teacher. Yeah, well, by the time I reached grade 8, my, well, my older brother was ahead of me, but he was kind of sickly, as I said. So he went to Saskatoon and boarded with friends to start, univer- uh, start high school. Mm-hmm. And then when I became, uh, finished my grade 8, then we moved to Saskatoon. Oh, that must have been a big move. It was a very big move. Did you like that? Well, I was very homesick for a while, but mm-hmm. <clears throat> got kind of used to it after a while. Right. Did you all go? Yes. And what happened to the farm? Well, I shouldn't say we all went. My father stayed on the farm, mm-hmm. and my sister next to me stayed with him the first winter, or first year. Right. And after that, she moved in, too, and he stayed alone just for a couple of years, then we sold the farm, mm. and he moved to Saskatoon, too. And so you didn't live on a farm in Saskatoon, of course. No, no. We lived on a Avenue, Avenue I and Avenue H. All oh, right, right. <laughs> and so that must have felt very different growing well, up. Well, it was different, I'll say, because we just walked to school a couple of blocks. <laughs> and no chores. <laughs> no chores. <laughs> right. And so you finished the rest of your school... There in Saskatoon. Yes. And then what happened after you were well, done? I went um, uh, to uh, Teachers College. Right. And we just had to go one year in my day. Is that right? To become a teacher? Yeah. Right. Now, what? when did you know that you wanted to become a teacher? Did you like Well, when we lived on the farm, the teacher boarded with us for our country school. Oh. And I always was a good friend with her and everything. I said that, that gave me the impression that that's what I would like to do. So. Ah, now, does that mean that you always got good marks because the teacher knew that she wouldn't have a place to stay if she failed Well, <laughs> uh, no, I, I never got that. I was not an excellent student. Uh, good average, but right. <laughs> nothing to write home about. <laughs> right, but you still had to, what was your teacher's name? Oh, we had different ones. Right, the one that boarded with you? Yeah, there were three or four of them boarded with us. How did did all the teachers come to board with you? Well, there wasn't any other place in the district that had room for them. Oh, right. Wow. And most, we were were just one of the uh, two English-speaking families. And everybody else spoke? They were either Ukrainian or Dukabar or Russian. Oh, right. So, uh, how did that feel being one of two English speaking? Well, actually, at that age, I never even thought about it because we just accepted it. Right. So, how many of the children in your school spoke in your schoolhouse spoke English? Well, well some of them, to. some of them could speak English when they came, but some had to learn it after they came. Oh wow! And did you learn any of their languages? Oh, a few words. Right. Did you <laughs> learn how to make dukabor bread? No. <laughs> It's a very popular bread. Yes, very delicious. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is indeed. Right, so then you went to Teachers College just for a year. Yes. And how soon after Teachers College did you um, start teaching? Well, then the next year I went right out. away. Yeah. You got placed right away. Where? Uh, here, Kindersley. Here in Kindersley. No kidding. Just and, uh, four miles north. <laughs> and what was the school called where you taught? 
um, Kimberly, or St. Eloy. St. Eloy, right. Yeah. And was it a one-room schoolhouse? Yes, of course. Did, did it also double as the church? And No, no? it was just a school, mm-hmm. a mile, half a mile off the highway. So tell me about that first day when you first start as a teacher. You're only young still. I know. Yeah? I can't really remember to tell you the truth. Right. I suppose I was so... You know, it must be kind of a bit, I mean, one would expect you'd be a little bit nervous. Well, yes, I would be. <laughs> I think that. I was. I right. don't remember too much about the first. But the pupils were all nice, not not like today's. Uh, we'll get to the not like today <laughs> part of it later on. <laughs> I'm, I'm already itching to ask you that question. But um, you enjoyed teaching. Yes, I did. Right. And how many years did you teach for? Uh, four. Four years. And do you remember, do any of the students that you taught stand out in your mind? Can you remember way back then as being some particular, I mean, all children are gifted, of course. A lot of them did, especially one was a a young fellow that I still am contacting with him. Uh, He's married and he lives at Fisk. In Fisk? Yeah. Oh, right, and he's still in touch with you. Yeah. And And there are others that I still talk to, too. Uh, one that lives up at Prince George. In Rosetown. In Rosetown, yes. Yeah. So different people I still talk to. That yeah, must but. feel kind of nice. Oh, yes. You must have made an impact on their life. Well, I, I liked them all. And right. And they probably all had really good handwriting. Yeah. Well, <laughs> not if they were good handwriters or not. But they were so different from children nowadays. There was no... Discipline was easy. Well, there wasn't a lot of distraction. No. But you had the strap. Yeah, but we, I think I only it. used it once in four years. Is that right? Yeah. Can you remember why you had to use it? Um, no, I can't remember the reason. No, and the fellow I used it on didn't live uh, much through his teenage years because he uh, was in a uh, farm accident or oh, something. Oh, I was going to say, you must have been really... But other than that, I never used it. <laughs> How hard were you with that strap? Oh. No, never. I, no. I, I never used it. Uh-huh, right. So you taught for four years, and then what happened that you stopped teaching? I got married. Oh, that'll do it. <laughs> now, how did you meet this husband of yours? Well, when I first came out here, as strange as it may seem, we walked from the radio, the uh, CN station mm-hmm. uptown, and he and a friend were standing right on the corner of this main street, so he was the first man I met officially in Kindersley, because his sister had, was a secretary of the school, and she had come to the station to meet me. Oh, this is So she was out. walking back, and she introduced me to her brother on the street. Uh-huh. So he was the first man that I officially met in Isn't Kindersley. Isn't that something? And how <laughs> long did it take him to ask you out? <laughs> well, or did you ask him? <laughs> I forget. We got going out in about, not right away, maybe mm. a year later or something. Do you remember what you did on your first date? No. No. What did you do back then for dates? Did they have a drive? No, they both invented a drive-in theater by then. We went to shows. Was us probably it was uh-huh. the main thing we went to, and card parties. And card parties. Your favorite card game was what? Uh, what did we play? Five hundred or uh-huh. uh, some of those right. type things. Oh, I was going to ask you when you were growing up listening to the radio. What shows did you like to listen to? Well, old time music. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did, was Amos and Andy on then? 
yes, I think it was. But, mm-hmm. And then uh, well, my father liked to listen to the hockey games that oh, right. were on then, too. But you had mentioned something about the battery. Did you have to conserve your battery life? Yes, they, we had to get them charged up. And, right. Now, is it true that... What, what did somebody tell me? One of the guys was telling me once about what they would do with the battery. They'd stick it in the... In the in the stove or something, and that we keep it warm. Is that true? We didn't. I don't know if uh, yeah. maybe others did. Uh, right, right. Yeah. So okay, so we fast forward, and now you're going on dates with this man that you're about yeah. to marry. And but you were married when? About, uh, four years later. Four years after later. I met him. Yeah. Ah, okay. So right. So toward the end of yeah. So did you stop teaching once you knew you were going to get married? Uh, that year, I was married in July. I quit in June, yeah. And you got married here in Kindersley? Or? Uh, uh, no, in Saskatoon. Oh, in Saskatoon. Because my parents lived in Saskatoon. Oh, right, right, right. And then, but you came back. I came back here to the farm where... He was on he, the farm. Um, he lived on the farm. His mother and sisters were still on the farm. Right. It was and a family farm that he had been Yes. Right, yeah. Just five miles out. So back to the farm you went. Yes. You thought, oh, this again. Yeah. And I didn't really, I felt badly about moving in on when his mother was there, but she, in a little while, she didn't mind. She and the girls moved to town. Right. And we were on the farm then for how many years? Till, uh, 60 years, maybe. Is that right? Well, we had, we had 12 children and. Right, so you, it, but first of all, after, I mean, after your, it would have been your mother-in-law moved to yes. Saskatoon. Yes, no, was she it, moved to town here. To, oh, to town here, yeah. oh, so then was it just you and your husband looking after yes. the farm? Yes, Whew, a lot of work again. Yes. <laughs> Back to milking the cows? And uh, no, I didn't uh, do much of that after. Right, now had farm become, farming become a bit more advanced from when you had grown up on the farm? Oh, well, yes. Right. Right. We did all with horses, but mm-hmm. yeah, they did for a little while. Uh, my husband did, but then he got a tractor and tractor. Mm-hmm. And by then you were driving. You didn't have to walk. Hey, it's Kevin. I hope you're enjoying the episode so far. Just a quick reminder that the Sascapes podcast is available for free on your favorite podcast app, or you can stream it from your browser. Check out the show notes for the link. On the Sascapes homepage, you'll notice something new under the logo called Sascapes Plus. You can't miss it. There's a big button saying support with a heart icon next to it. I'd love it if you could click on that button and help keep this podcast series going. When Sascapes launched in May 2014, it was the first podcast in the province celebrating arts, culture, and heritage. In fact, you'd have been pretty hard-pressed to find any Saskatchewan podcast. So I'd like to think that we paved the way. It's been because of your support that this podcast is now in its ninth year. Okay, that's it. Enjoy the rest of the episode. Well... I didn't go to school from there no, alone. But, I mean, oh, yeah, we, go, had, right, you, we had a truck then, a half-ton truck. <laughs> you didn't have to walk back. I didn't drive it, though, <laughs> for quite a while until I learned. Is that right? Yeah. Did you enjoy driving the truck? <laughs> oh, I did once. I had, And then, of course, they couldn't have done without me. Why because that? we had the, all the little children, you know, and right. take food out, the dinner out to the field and that sort of thing. 
So, oh, right, because you were having to feed the farmhands. Yeah. So you've got wonderful children, and they stayed on the farm to help you growing up? Oh, yes, they were all, and they have all turned out so well. Yes? Yeah. Tell me about some of your kids and what they're doing. Well, they're all occupied. Mm-hmm. And well, that's good. Yes, and, and they all finished their high school, and some went to university. Mm-hmm. I think all of them had some university. Now, if not being a teacher, did you stand over their shoulder and really give them what? No, I them? didn't. No, I never. I just sort of <laughs> stood there. <laughs> right. And yeah. They had their little uh, little strain times, but in the end, they all came, and they're all positive. I was amazed at what they were learning right. that I would never have known anything about. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, things were advanced. Especially the university, you know. And uh-huh. that. Did any of them go on to become teachers? No. Well, Kathy? Yeah, Kathy became a teacher, and you talked to for a yeah. while. Right. But they didn't stick with it too. Although Kathy still te- yeah. teaches. Oh, there's yes. a Kathy Jr. Yeah. <laughs> You got involved in um, some very interesting, interesting uh, organizations when in your adult years. Yes, yes. Tell me about them. Homemakers was one. Uh, homemakers first, then I joined the Women's Institute, and then I got into politics. Uh, oh, you did? Uh, yes. <laughs> How did what? Well, in the NDP. Uh huh. I was a candidate one time. And, Is that right? You ran? And uh, I used to hold meetings and anything that I could do to help with, I did. Mm. The women's group, what was it that you did? What was your focus? Well, we raised money for different things, mm-hmm. but it was more of a social econ- or um, educational sort of thing that we would have certain topics when we had a meeting mm-hmm. that we could learn something by. and Right. Helping other women? And some, but mostly people in the district, you know. And right, but women only? Yes, yeah, so there were homemakers, or just women there. Right, right. And so the guys had their own thing to do. Oh, yeah, they were always busy playing ball or something or other. How did you enjoy politics? I like politics. Yeah? Uh, had you ever met Tommy Douglas? Oh, yes. Yes? Tell yeah. me about meeting Tommy Douglas. Well, I don't remember right now, but I remember mm. meeting him. Yeah, very well-respected man. Yes. Right. I have a picture in my bedroom of him. <laughs> oh, do you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a little pin-up of yeah. Tommy Douglas. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. And, and so now you continue to follow politics. I huh? do, yes. Did you have any uh, creative streak in you, musical or crafts or anything like that? I used to be artistic when I was younger, Yeah, but I haven't carried on with it or anything. You drew? Yeah. Did you like drawing? I just like drawing or decorating. Right. You know. No music in your family? um, Well, I have two daughters that sing so well. Mm-hmm. And I like music very, very much. Yes. What music did you grow up listening to? Uh, old-time music. Right. Yeah. And uh, I like. I still like that the best. Yeah. Oh, I have two sons that are drummers. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Playing oh. Do you like their kind of band? Well, yes. One in PA, he plays with an old-time band. Mm-hmm. What would you say are the positive aspects of growing up on a farm for you? What did you like about it? That I could do that kind of work. Right. I like chopping wood and 
Did you enjoy yeah. the isolation of it? I mean, just... Well, we didn't feel we were isolated then mm -hmm. because we were so busy, and we didn't know anybody else who was any... And, oh, yes, horses were my special. Oh, and horses. Yeah. So you had horses on the farm right, for you. Right, we got some there, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and did you ride? Uh, not a lot, because we only had a, a few, and they, we needed them for the farm work all the time, so we didn't like to, to use them in their spare time for fun, you know. <laughs> right, so you couldn't really call them pets. No. Well, they were pets, but we didn't ride them. Very special relationship that you, a person yeah. has with the horse, huh? Yeah. You can still remember some of their names. Say, yeah. It's, the colts used to come put their head on my shoulder and go to sleep. They're very, very <laughs> trusting. Yeah. You must have a very special relationship with animals. You see animals very different. Well, I think I do. And she's a lot like that, too. We, uh, I just hate to see an animal being misused. or Right. And growing up on a farm, you probably have a very different relationship with food and with produce mm -hmm. than, than kids who grow up in the city who oh, think that well, everything yes. comes from the grocery store. That, 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 that meat comes wrapped on a styrofoam platter. <laughs> right. and Not in our place. <laughs> no. Did you have to slaughter the animals as well? Yes, we did our own. Did you? Uh, yeah. Did you have to cut the heads off of chickens? Uh, I didn't, but my my husband, my father did. <laughs> so you you uh, you you learned to have. But I learned to do the plucking and that sort of thing. Did, you know, right. Feathers, yes. Not for the faint of heart for those of us who grew up in the city. No. <laughs> to do stuff like that. No. You just had. To I wouldn't want to do it nowadays either. <laughs> right. Does it feel like a luxury now when you go into a grocery store to know that you can just oh, take stuff off the shelf? Yes. Right. Very much so. Right. It probably looks like a excess, a lot of food now when you grow right. up not having a lot, yeah? <laughs> and we had a good garden. Mm -hmm. My father was an excellent gardener. Uh-huh. We wild had a big garden. Trees. And we had, yes, all oh, kinds had... of wild fruit in the summertime. Oh. Saskatoons and raspberries, choke cherries, right. strawberries. And so you could preserve all of that, that stuff for the My week. mother preserved a lot of it, right. yes. And you didn't waste a lot back then, did you? Everything, no. no. <laughs> you didn't pour bacon fat down the drain. Oh, no. You reused it. <laughs> if we had any bacon. <laughs> oh, was it rare to have bacon? I can't remember. We had very much of that. <laughs> right, right. But you, were, you recycled and repurposed a lot of yes. stuff back then because you had to. Porridge. We had porridge every morning. Were you sick of it? No, I liked it. I still like it. Do you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's comfort food, huh? Yeah. Well, there's something about it that is nice. I don't know. <laughs> right. Did you continue to um, have a garden when you moved to Saskatoon? Uh, oh, yes. Whatever mm -hmm. space we could afford, we had a garden, yes. Right. So you, have a, you still have a green thumb? Well, on the farm here, I, I grew a big garden all the time. Did you? Mm -hmm. Were there years where the crop was just terrible? Oh, absolutely, yes. How do you make it through a, a season when your crop has just been, just been destroyed? Well, by we just nature? barely made it. That's all. Yeah. My my mother came from Wales. She, my husband, my father married her, and brought her over from Wales. So, they, her people sent money sometimes and tied us over, mm -hmm. uh, and then we'd uh, go to the country store with a team of horses and get their necessities. And right. And once your kids were all grown up, were you able to travel? 
Uh, somewhat, yes. Went mm -hmm. over to England one time. To, How was that to go to a big Well, that city? was quite exciting. Yeah. Visit my mother's people in Wales. Oh, right. Yeah. You got to trace your family roots. Yeah. Do you yeah. find big cities difficult to be in when you've grown up in such big open spaces? Yes, I wouldn't want to live in the city. No? No. No? This is enough. But <laughs> <laughs> you must have seen Kindersley change a lot. Oh, yes, definitely. <laughs> what was Christmas like growing up on the farm? We always had a good time on the Christmas time. Mm -hmm. Was it like a Hallmark card in many ways? I mean, it just seems so quaint to grow up in a farm in the middle of the prairies during yeah, the We always had a Christmas tree, didn't we? And stockings. Yeah. <clears throat> and stockings. And when you were young, did you make all your Christmas decorations? I think so, yes. And we lived on the farm when I was a child, yes. Right. And we just each got one gift. Why? Because that's all you could uh, That's afford. all I could afford. Right. But the school had a concert, and they always had a little bag of candies for everybody, mm -hmm. so... That is. And did were the gifts all homemade, handmade that you? That uh, you gave no, them? my mother used to send to Eaton's for something, one thing for each of us. And, oh, good old yeah. Eaton's, right? Yeah. The, the Eaton's catalog would come. Yeah, of course you didn't have the internet then. No, no. <laughs> so what do you think now when you see all of this technology and all? Of oh, these I'm just flabbergasted. <laughs> what do you think are the good things that have happened in society from when you grew up? Some of the positive, I mean, it's probably the, the, the advancements in farming are probably rather impressive. Oh, well, yes. Is um, I still think the years that we lived were, were better for everybody than what appears to be coming now. Why? Better because the simpler times meant you had to, you yeah, had to rely uh, on... Children did more helping around the home and and now it just seems that when they're done school it's they mm. don't do anything right right where if you're of course we lived on the farm which made a difference mm -hmm. you, you had work on the farm then right but somehow i feel that now it's not as good as when we were growing up mm -hmm. and, and and when i had when our children were growing up right do you think that do you think that it would be very hard for kids nowadays um, to to weather all the hardship that you you had to weather as a child growing up? Oh, I'm sure they would. <laughs> Pretty hard. Because outdoor had, toilets, you know. <laughs> yeah, you had no choice back no. then. Right, but you wouldn't have traded that time for anything. No, I wouldn't, because it sure learned a lot and right. made you more aware of what's of life, you know. If you're enjoying this episode of Sascapes, why not download the entire series for free from the iTunes Store? Simply search for Sascapes by Sass Culture. And while you're there, feel free to support Sascapes by giving us a star rating or writing a review. From time to time, I'll share some of the comments in upcoming episodes. And who knows, it could be your comment I read next. And now, back to the podcast. talked about it early on what do you think about the school system now having gone having been a teacher yourself um well i think it would just baffle me if i were to go in and listen to a class nowadays i don't know because they're teaching so much stuff that you never had to learn you never had to learn no. and the technology is just so far advanced well you know we had 
we had scribblers with the timetables and everything on the back. You probably used. Yeah, sure. And I don't think they even have those now. I doubt it. And uh, they, they have uh, little uh, calculators, calculators yeah. and things. And, and uh, what are those little phones? Or little well, the iPhones, I, the iPhones, yeah. the cell phones. That you Who don't even thought? learn to spell right. No, you don't need to. No. It'll do it for you. Yeah, so it's so different. Did you ever think that somebody could walk around a grocery store with this little tiny box up to their ear and talk to anyone in the world while the grocery store? <laughs> I shopping? sure didn't ever think that was possible. Well, it must have been amazing when you had your first telephone growing up. Well, yes, I should. I can remember that, too, when we first got our telephone. This was when you were a child or yeah. when you had married? No, when I was a we we had the one that you could just ring. Uh -huh, and it was a party line. Yeah, party line. So you'd listen in on other people's conversations. If you wanted to, you and could. You I don't believe anybody who says they didn't. You must have. It's well, too tempting. I don't know if to. my parents did or not. I didn't. You didn't, huh? No. You weren't tempted to do that? No, I don't think my mother would allow it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what you do when she's busy milking the cows. <laughs> So tell me, you were you were a feminist before your time, or did you really get on the bandwagon when when feminism came to the rise? As much as I could, yes. Uh huh. One of Mother's uh, reasons for it is that the idea that a, a um, the housewife doesn't get an income yet she's working just as hard as the. Yeah. Oh well, have we have we made any strides in that? I mean, not many. No. <laughs> no, women still aren't being paid, paid no. for housework. No, right. And we raise the next generation, which they couldn't get anywhere else. Exactly. What strides do you think women in society have made? Well, I produced eight. Well, I raised my grandson too. Nine workers. Right. And they're all good workers, so uh -huh. I feel that that's a, right. an accomplishment. Right. <laughs> I say babysat for till 2 in the morning for 25 cents. You babysat for 2 till For two my neighbor. <laughs> for 25 cents. That's not much. No. The wages they pay now must oh. knock you over. My granddaughter, what does she get? For $20. $20. So she, Isn't that something yeah. for babysitting? Yeah. If she does it all evening and into the early morning hours. She has a disposable diapers and bath water and yeah, a lot that I would not You didn't have any of <laughs> no. that. So you had to wash all the diapers by hand. Yeah. At what point did you get a washer? Not till, um, well, when we moved to Saskatoon, my mother then got but a regular washer that you... Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and then when I got married, uh, we had one of these that you... Ran by hand too. Right, but growing up, you had a scrub board. Is that what you do? Yeah, scrub board. Holy mackerel! And lye? Would they? No, I don't think mother ever no, used no, lye. No. I don't think we could afford it. <laughs> well, lye would have been expensive, right? Just Boy. soap. <laughs> right. So you knew manual labor. I mean, you had to be strong, even as a woman growing up. You had to right. be. You had to be physically fit. Yes. Did you stay? Obviously, you're doing really well, so you must have stayed active um, throughout your adult life. Oh, definitely, yes. Were you involved in any any sports? Uh, not in sports, but I went to old-time dances. And Did you? Yeah. 
So you ultimately did get to a dance. Oh, yes, eventually. <laughs> I'm going to be talking to a group here called the Whirls and Twirls tomorrow. Oh, yes. Right. I went to those, yeah. Did you? Uh-huh. Right. Dad was a um, caller for... Square Dad's caller, yeah. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Ah, so and see so you would dance. He's with, he was very musical, yeah. Yeah, what what was music? What did he play? Uh, he didn't play anything, but he was musical, mm-hmm. rhythm and rhythm and calling for square dances and that. Well, sort that's of probably thing. where your your sons who are drummers got yeah, that like, from. Yeah, yes. Huh? <laughs> when you went to England and Wales to to sort of trace your family roots, did you meet any family members? There? Oh yes, my mother's sisters. Uh huh. Yeah. And had you been in touch with them before you went? Uh, yes. But was that the first time you were actually meeting them face yes. to face? That must have been exciting. Yes, very. And did they remind you of your mom? Uh, somewhat. Mm-hmm. And did they come to see you? Uh, yeah, one of my aunts came over, and one of my cousins came over one time. That would have been the first time you flew, is that right? Right. How was that? Oh, that was exciting. What do you think so special about Saskatchewan people. Because I've lived here all my life. Mm -hmm. I feel like the next door neighbors, you know. Yeah, yeah. I like the new wide open spaces. Yes, I was going to ask you, what do you love about the geography of of Saskatchewan? The open spaces? Spaces, yeah. When you were on the West Coast, did you find the mountain? Well, you were just in Victoria. Well, no, on our anniversary, when we got married, we went out to Jasper. So did yeah. you feel closed in around the mountains? Yes, it's very different, mm-hmm. very different. Right, right. Do you like the winters here? Not fussy, but uh, yeah. I'm so used to them that right. I must, know they will end. Well, you might, yeah, they eventually <laughs> do, only for a short period of time, yeah. but they do end. You must have seen some incredible storms growing oh, up Oh, well, yes. Can you remember the, some of the worst storms that you've seen? I don't remember them now. Uh-huh. <laughs> no. I know we had to always go out and do the chores, whether it was storming or not, you know. Right. And, and, of course, when we were children, we didn't have slacks, you know. We had to wear skirts. Even and in the wintertime? Even in the wintertime. We had woolen stockings, you know. My, uh-huh. But, uh... And you didn't have slacks because women didn't wear no, slacks? No, women didn't wear them. Oh, wow. Tell them how you kept warm in the sleigh when you had to go anywhere. Oh, yeah, we, we used to have a, a heater. They, they made them in those days, or kind of a metal. You put a coal, a hot coal oh, in right. it or something. And, yeah. and you would take the sleigh where? To go to school sometimes. Right, and you have a big yeah. blanket that you would... Well, yeah, it would be there, and we'd have a blanket over us. And, so you grew up having sleigh rides. Yeah. Oh, yes. Driving horses. But in the winter time, you had to take the cattle to the lake. We had a a ravine there that, we, and the cattle stayed in a. We had a kind of a sheltered. Put straw down there in a nice little place, but that, and then the lake was right beside it, or not too far away. So we'd go down and chop a hole and. Chop a hole in the yeah. water, and then they'd all yeah. drink, and then of course it would freeze over, so you'd have yeah. to go back and do that again. Yeah. <laughs> Were you able to fish there? No, there was no fish in our lake. It was uh, too salty. Oh, hmm. That seems strange, having yeah. grown up next to the Atlantic Ocean, yeah. that it would be too salty for fish. Yeah. Um, were there places where you could fish though, growing up? No. 
So you never got into the, the no. sport of fishing? No. Were mosquitoes worse back then than they are now? Uh, no, not any worse. They were bad at times, yeah. Right. <clears throat> we had quite a lot of sickness when we were on the farm. I remember my father coming upstairs one night and telling us that we didn't think that my youngest sister would live till morning. She was quite sick. And, and it was probably a, a flu that we would think... Uh, must have been a kind of a flu. Yeah. However, she did pull through, and she's still living. Because mm, they didn't have penicillin then, did they? No, no, so no. So what no. were some of the home remedies that you would have? Oh, aspirin and things like that. But Mustard yeah. plasters? Yeah, yeah. Remember those? Right. I know my mother always had to say a little prayer at night. Uh, mm -hmm. I still remember it. Gentle Jesus, meek and mild, look upon a little child. <laughs> I forget the rest of it. <laughs> mm. But your father, but your father's staunch upbringing was just from from the way he grew up, probably. Yes. Just very. And strict. then he'd been in the army for four or five years. Well, that would have done it. He was in World War One. Yes. Where did he serve in World War One? Over in England. Uh huh. I have a book you wrote. Uh -huh. I don't know how he only got to grade 8, but he wrote the whole book. Your dad wrote a book? Uh, about the war, yeah. And when did he write that? In his... Oh, he wrote, here are his memoirs that he yeah, wrote in 1960. 1960. Yeah. Did you grow up with him imparting all of this information to you? Was he? Did he like to tell the stories of the oh, war? Oh, he told us lots of stories, yes. He did? And I've been reading this again. I don't... I read it one time before, but I'm rereading it, and uh -huh. so it reminds me again of different. Where were you when during the Second World War you were here? Yes. And your husband was here on the farm. Yes. He didn't have to. Well, he wa he did enlist, mm -hmm. and then uh, his mother went and made a plea. She said, "I have nobody to farm," oh. so they let him out. What would be the one thing, a bit of advice, if somebody said, "How have you made it all these years, given everything you've gone through?" I was thinking about that the other day, uh, right now I'm getting kind of depressed at times, and I think, mm -hmm. you know, that's the thing that saved me, that I didn't get depressed. Mm -hmm. I looked ahead, uh -huh. and um, I had good reason, because my children are all doing well, mm -hmm. so I, I was looking ahead at good things. Do you think sometimes that people spend too much time looking back? And thinking over regrets. There are some people I think that do spend too much time grieving or mm -hmm. or quarreling. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a real shame to have a a bad feeling with one of your children and mm -hmm. and keep that working on it all the time. You know, you never have a good time. So you found forgiveness easy. Oh yes. And is there any part of your life that you would do over again? <laughs> Quite a few things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one thing I would show more affection. Uh-huh. I think that's right. one. My parents were not very affectionate that way, mm -hmm. and so I grew up not being, but when I think of it now, I, I wish I was a little more affectionate. Right. And for kids today, if there's one piece of advice that you want to tell kids today with all the stuff they have yeah. laid out in front of them? And make the best of what make comes the best your of way. Make what yeah. comes your way, right. And not to take anything for granted, not to feel entitled. You probably no. didn't grow up feeling entitled, did you? No, I think not. <laughs> no. Right, right. You had to earn everything yeah. that, that came your way. Right. And hard it, work. Yeah. Always hard Definitely. work, right? Well, I knew when my children were sick that 
I had to look after them. Mm -hmm. And and uh, through all my life, it was the same. Mm -hmm. I know that this is my home, and I better mm -hmm. keep it running. <laughs> right, right. Well, you had a bit, most important job of all, really, yeah. is raising a family. So I can see why you would have wanted to fight to to get paid for that. <laughs> yes. Well, I think it would be nicer. A husband didn't have to pay income tax on, <laughs> on what he could be paying his wife, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you're really asking for the moon. <laughs> well, maybe it's time to get back in politics again. <laughs> yes. Well, I will if I, if I have the chance. <laughs> yeah? Uh, at my age, I can't vote to be around long enough to... Well, there must be an election coming up sometime soon. It says there is. <laughs> yeah. Well, get out there. Start pounding the pavement and handing out brochures. It's not too late. Think forward, as you I would can, say. I haven't in, uh, got all my children on my side, but most of them are. <laughs> oh, well, listen, you know you've been a good disciplinarian if you can get all your kids on the same political side of the fence as you. Not one to dole out advice, but don't hold your breath on that one. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no, it's a, it's a nice thought, but don't hold your breath. I'm so glad we had a chance to meet and talk and learn a little bit about your life. Yeah, well, I it's hope so it was fun. useful enough to it's be worthwhile. Always, it's always worthwhile. It's your life. I mean, it's what's gotten you to 91 years old, so yeah. why wouldn't it be worthwhile? Yeah. If it didn't happen, you wouldn't be here. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so that's important. So I'm glad you are. You seem to be doing really well. I think we'll have you around for a while yet. You think so? I think so. <laughs> you got to think forward, right? That's right. right. Okay, good. Well, we'll we'll all take that lesson and think yeah. forward. Think of tomorrow and not today. <laughs> that's right. Thanks, Kathleen. You're welcome. It was nice of you to come and talk to me. My pleasure. Thanks for listening. The Sascapes podcast is created by Kevin Power as part of the Culture Days Animateur program operated by Sass Culture. Funding to the cultural sector is provided through the Saskatchewan Lotteries Trust Fund for Sports, Culture and Recreation. If you want to hear more of these podcasts or to see the great work being done by other Sass Culture animateurs, please visit www.iheartculture.ca. Special thanks to Paved Arts in Saskatoon for their technical support. Music for Sascapes is provided by Saskatchewan-born singer-songwriter Jeffrey Straker. There is no end to the stories to be told. So, until next time...